Hello everyone and welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. I'm your host Brett Hill and Hebrews 10:23 says, "Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful that promised." It's time once again to learn about and lean on some of God's faithful promises. So, grab your Bibles, clear your hearts and prepare your minds to receive the precious word of God. Hello everyone, welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. We have a great message for you today. I have a special guest in the studio with me. It's my lovely wife, April Hill. She's going to be sharing a story with you and also just giving you a, a good message called the the teapot in the potter's hand. And she just recently had a ladies uh, conference at our church and shared this message and she just really felt compelled to share it with you. So go ahead and welcome April to the microphone today and, and take this message to heart as she brings it to you. Uh, the name of the message is the teapot in the potter's hand. A couple of weeks back, I was reminded about a story that I read before it's called the teapot story. I don't know if any of y'all have heard it, but it's it's absolutely a great story. So before I share it with you, let's go to the Bible. Now, Jeremiah was one of God's prophets in the Old Testament. He was called by God to pass messages on to God's people. In Jeremiah chapter 18, verses 1 through 6, we read about a lesson God gave to Jeremiah and which is still true for us today. God told Jeremiah, up on your feet, go to the potter's house. When you get there, I'll tell you what I have to say. So I went to the potter's house and sure enough, the potter was there working away at his wheel. Whenever the pot the potter was working on turned out badly, as sometimes happens when you're working with clay, the potter would simply start over and Use that same same clay to make another pot. Then God's message came to me. Can't I do just as this potter does? People of Israel, God's decree. Watch this potter. In the same way that this potter works his clay, I work on you, people of Israel. God is the potter and you and I are the clay. God the potter shapes us according to his plan. And even before he begins shaping us, he knows his intended outcome. He has a purpose for each and every one of us. God knows what is best for us because he created us and because he loves us so much. So he works on us, molding, bending, shaping, and transforming us. As the clay, we are to submit to the process, surrender to his working, knowing and trusting that all that he does is for our best. It can often be painful as he removes from our lives things that was never intended to be there, such as pride and unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment. I could go on and on. But in God's hands are once broken, crushed, fragmented, disconnected lives are made whole as He makes us what He always meant for us to be. He is the one who makes us fit for purpose, and only He can enable us to achieve our full potential. So I would like to share this teapot story. And this story is one that I enjoy so much because 
it gives encouragement and inspiration and it shows just how much God is truly faithful and loves us. We can all see ourselves in God's creativity within it. And just as Jeremiah 18 explains, we can see ourselves like clay in the potter's hands. So as I share this story with you, I want you to picture picture yourself as as this clay. So there was a couple who used to go to England to shop in beautiful stores. They both liked antiques and pottery and especially teapots. One day on their 25th wedding anniversary in a beautiful shop, they saw a beautiful teapot way up top on the very top shelf. They said, may we see that? Uh, we've never seen one quite so beautiful. As the lady handed it to them, suddenly the teapot spoke. You don't understand, it said. I haven't always been like this. There was a time when I was red and I was clay. My master took me and rolled me and patted me over and over and I yelled out, Leave me alone! But he only smiled and nodded and said, not yet. Then I was placed on a spinning wheel, the teapot said, and suddenly I was spun around and around and around. Stop it! I'm getting dizzy, I screamed. But the master only nodded and said, not yet. Then he put me in the oven. I never felt such heat. I wondered why he wanted to burn me, and I yelled and knocked at the door. That heat was so hot. Come on now, I know we've all been through the fire, and when it gets hot, we're calling on God to help us get out of the heat. I'm speaking to myself too on that one. I could see him through the opening, and I could read his lips as he shook his head. Not yet. Finally, the door opened. He put me on the shelf, and I began to cool. There, that's better, I said. And then he brushed and painted me all over. The fumes were horrible. I thought I would gag. <coughs> stop it, stop it, I cried. He only nodded and said, not yet. Then suddenly he put me back in the oven, not like the first one. This was twice as hot and I knew I would suffocate. I begged, I pleaded, I screamed, I cried. All the time I could see him through the opening nodding his head, saying, not yet. Then I knew there wasn't any hope. I would never make it. I was ready to give up. But the door opened and he took me out and placed me on the shelf. I like that because sometimes God has to put us on a shelf a while to cool off. Come on now. I hope y'all are getting this as much as I am. Listen, God is turning you into something that will amaze you when he is done. And it won't only amaze you. It will amaze a lot of people out there because they knew you back when. And hopefully people will say, well, it had to be God. <laughs> With God, all things are possible. Amen? 
one hour later, he handed me a mirror and I couldn't believe it was me. It's beautiful. I'm beautiful. I want you to remember then, he said. I know it hurts to be rolled and patted, but if I had left you alone, you would have dried up. I know it made you dizzy to spin around on the wheel, but if I had stopped, you would have crumbled. I knew it hurt and was hot and disagreeable in the oven, but if I hadn't put you there, you would have cracked. I know the fumes were bad when I brushed and painted you all over, but if I hadn't done that, you would have hardened. You would not have any color in your life. And if I hadn't put you back in the oven the second time, you wouldn't survive very long because the hardness would have not held. Now you are a finished product. You are what I had in mind when I first began with you. Now that story is a, is simply a wonderful demonstration of how our Lord works in all of us. He changes us little by little. But on the way to glory, though, we will have run-ins and sufferings and trials, and it will likely be painful. And I'm sure there will be times like, like when the teapot in progress will call out to God, asking Him to get us out of a situation or circumstance or just take it all away somehow. And all God will say is, not yet. But the encouraging thing is, he knows who you are. He knows what you're capable of. And He desires to refine you and make you into His perfect image. Although we just see the clay in ourselves, those flaws and imperfections, He sees the teapot, the beautiful finished product. He is still working on you always. And if you will just allow Him to do His work, you'll notice that he can do some pretty amazing things with your life, far more than you could ever dream of. And I also have to share this poem, and this poem is the one that really got me to wanting to have a ladies' meeting with a tea party. From the moment that I read it, it had me thinking, and it just it grabbed my heartstrings. But the name of the poem is, Are You a Teacup or a Teapot? And I don't know if any of y'all have ever planned a ladies tea party. Or, I don't know if men go to tea parties, do they? <laughs> I've never been to one. <clears throat> well, <laughs> we usually focus your attention on the adorable little china teacups. We use the images of teacups from our invitations to the decorations. And then you add the delicious food with laughter and sweet fellowship. Then a devotional that challenges yet encourages your heart. I truly adore little teacups, but I also adore teapots. But they don't, they really don't get as much as praise and attention as their counterparts do. This is why when I came across this little poem with its question, I stopped. It got me to thinking. Are you a teacup or a teapot? Now, characteristics of teacups. Beautiful, delicate, yet strong, unique, offers relaxation and soothes the spirit. 
holds what is put into them with no outlet. Characteristics of teapots. Beautiful, delicate, yet strong, unique, offers relaxation, and soothes the spirit, pours out what is put into it. So, when you compare a teacup and a teapot, you will notice each have fine qualities as they sit as individuals, yet one holds on to what is put into it while the other pours it out again. And the question is asked, which would you rather be, a teacup or a teapot? Now, if tea is left inside, even in the most beautiful, loveliest teacups ever to be created, it will become old and stagnant and useless. So it is with us. If we hold unto blessings and choose not to pour out ourselves unto others, we too become old, stagnant, useless. Oh, we may remain beautiful on the outside, but what is on the inside becomes selfish and displeasing to our Lord. Like the teapot, it pours out what is poured in, so it is with us. If we pour ourselves out and our blessings out over others, we bring glory to our Lord and blessings to others. But we also find that our souls are rejuvenated and revived. It's funny how the Lord turns our pouring full circle. How he chooses to refill us and, and bless our soul because we choose to pour out. When we go back to him to refuel, he fills once again with his spirit, his word, his love, and exactly what he knows that we need. And even maybe what we need to give to someone that you aren't even aware of. What an encouragement. So I, I just want to remind you today to be sure you are spending time in his word daily and taking time to commune with God in prayer. Allow him to encourage you, to teach you and comfort you, challenge you and strengthen you as he is walking with you through your life and circumstances. Share that God love, God wisdom, and those God blessings that he has filled you with to others. Now, I love both teacups and teapots, but I have definitely been challenged, and I hope that you have been too. So don't be a teacup, be a teapot. Uh, are you pouring it all out or are you holding it all in? God has given us so much. How can we not share it with those around us? And God knows exactly what he's doing in our lives, what he allows and why he allows it, because he has a vision of what he wants us to be. He sees the end from the beginning, and he will mold and make us and expose us to just enough pressure of just the right kind at just the right time and for just the right length of time so that we may be made into a beautiful work of art which fulfills his good, pleasing, and perfect will and which also glorifies him. So here is something for you to ponder and think about. Look back over the times when God has been working on you. Perhaps it is only in looking back that you realize that what was very 
painful at the time was actually for your good. That God was producing something beautiful in you. And when life seems hard and you are being pounded and pushed and beaten almost beyond endurance, when your world seems to be spinning out of control, when you feel like you are in a fiery furnace of trials, try this. Go grab your teapot and breathe some tea or coffee if you don't like tea and think about what was spoken to you today and then have a little talk with the potter our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. What a wonderful story. So we we can look back on this because all of us uh, need to realize that we are clay in the potter's hands. And sometimes, just like you said, it is not, uh, it's not always pleasant to be in the potter's hands, no. but we have to trust the potter to turn us into what he wants us to be. He, God created us and... Uh, he has a vision for your life. He has a plan for your life. As uh, as Jeremiah said, I, I know the plans that I have for you, and my plans are to prosper you and not to harm you. Now, sometimes we go to question that when we're on that potter's wheel, and, and we're yeah. spinning around and being pressed, and he's forming and shaping, but sometimes the pains drive us deeper into the hands of God, and, and we have to learn to accept some of these trials, but that is a really good lesson, and man, to to be filled up for the purpose to be poured out. That is that is just a really good lesson there. I hope you guys really got something great out of this. Be looking to be filled up for the purpose of pouring out to other people. And, and that is our job as Christians today. If you're sharing the word of God, it's making room for him to pour more into you. If you're still holding on to what he gives you and you're not pouring it out, you you can't be surprised that nothing else is being poured into you. He he created us to pray and to seek his face and to pour out and give the gifts. I, I remember one statement when he was talking to his disciples where he said, freely you have received. You can see that as him pouring into you. Freely give. You can see that as turning up the teapot and pouring out. He, yeah. So uh, that's wonderful, wonderful lesson. I hope you guys really enjoyed that. If you have, please let us know on our social media sites, Holding Fast to Faith. Uh, we have an email address, holdingfasttofaith at outlook.com. That's Holding Fast to Faith, not the number, but the letters to T-T-O, uh, Holding Fast to Faith at Outlook.com. Email us and let us know how much you enjoyed this. Get on our social media sites. Let us know and, and uh, continue to support us with your prayers. We really appreciate you tuning in. Hope that God has touched your life. God bless you. We will see you on the next one.